When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Chicago, welcome to the Chicago Sports Podcast presented by PointsBet. Use that promo code CHGO to get up to $2,000 in risk-free bets. Welcome into the show. I am Kevin Kaduk, head of content at CHGO, joined as always by my partner Luke Stuckmeyer. Casey Standahar and Lawrence Benedetto are also here. We have a great show planned for you today. A couple months ago, we did the 80s movie draft, and it was the most responded to piece of content we've done out of this podcast. It was pretty awesome. People had opinions. I think people are going to have opinions of this one. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, but first, we have Chicago sports to talk about. Are you ready, Luke? I am, but the movie thing's hanging over my head big time because I watched that 80s podcast draft, mm-hmm. and I was very upset. I didn't like the way it went down, and I said, if you're going to have another one of those, I need to be involved. So now it's just hanging over my head. We have so many choices. But, oh my yes, God. let's I'm, talk sports for a second. We, I'm like so – I'm just like you, Luke. I can't – I'm not ready at all. I uh, was more concerned about making a graphic that, you know, yeah. who knows how many people will see. But It's nice, though. Very nice. Yeah, it's cool. We'll look at that later. But uh, I don't know who I'm picking or what I'm picking or what movies even came out in the 90s, so this will be fun. Yeah, it's, it's bad. The only thing that's getting me through it is that do-right donut I had this oh, morning. Yeah, oh, the pumpkin spice. Thank you, thank you to uh, Caitlin for bringing yeah, those thank in. thank you, Caitlin. MVP. That was amazing. Yes. Oof. Mm. Amazing. Hey, by the way, Luke, you missed a great tailgate on Sunday. I know. I know. I'm, I'm totally bummed. I was this close to getting there, and then my timeline for what I had to do that day got moved up, and I was uh-huh. like... So I'm locked in. I I'm, I know the tentative dates that everyone doesn't know. For logistically, the next two. logistically, it was awesome because we have parking there, and it's right at the corner of Michigan and Roosevelt. And for future tailgates for people that are coming, yeah, you basically just roll right on in there. There is not an issue of like going into waiting on Lake Shore Drive. Or, or waiting to get into, you know, one of the McCormick lots. It's it's pretty cool. And there's a lot of people, but it's not packed, yeah. right? Like, you're not just, like, people on top of people. What I really, to be perfectly honest, what I missed mm-hmm. and was jealous about, the breakfast tacos. at The, the at breakfast the, tacos oh, were amazing. They were wonderful. The food thank, truck. Thank, thank you, you to Don truck. Rafa for doing mm, that. Don Rafa. My, my favorite part was when four guys came in bare-chested with L U K E. On their chests, painted on their chests, and we what? said, Luke's not here. They just what? turned away dejectedly. We had to refund their money. Uh, yeah, thanks Those a lot are my for people. That. <laughs> you sure that wasn't Cody and Ryan and Corey and Brendan? It may have been. It may have been. <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let's, <laughs> let's talk about Chicago headlines. We're talking about the week that was in Chicago sports or the week that will be. But we're starting off with what happened in New York last night. Aaron Judge, or it wasn't in New York, it was in Toronto. Yeah. Um, Aaron Judge hit 61 to tie Roger Maris. Roger Maris Jr. has been following the Yankees around just like he followed Mark McGuire around in 1998. And after he hit it, he had this to say, Aaron is clean. He's a Yankee. He plays the game the right way. I think it gives people a chance to look at somebody who should be revered for hitting 62 home runs and not just as a guy who did it in the American League. He should be revered for being the actual single season home run champ 
that's really who he is if he hits 62. And I think I think that's what needs to happen. I think baseball needs to look at the records, and I think baseball should do something. So we talked last week kind of about this at the at the end of last week's show, but I wanted to get kind of back into this, and it does have a Chicago tie-in because I'm watching this whole fanfare over Aaron Judge, and honestly, I don't really care. It's not that interesting to me. We've seen people hit into the 60s before. Barry Bonds did it. Mark McGuire did uh, it. He hit 73. He hit 73. Yeah. Sammy Sosa did it three times. He hit 66 in 1998. 63 in 1999, and 64 in 2001. You tell me it didn't happen, Luke? No, I mean, I, I'm with you. I don't, like, if people want to get all upset about it, I don't really care. I, I am I upset really, about it. I don't really care, but why would you parade around with Mark McGuire and act like it was a glorious event, and then all of a sudden, Sammy's nothing, and now right. this is the new record, but what happened to your love for Mark McGuire and... The only thing I'll say for Judge, I do think it's clean because Tatis is sitting out mm -hmm. with a suspension. And number two, he's doing it when the, the baseball is basically made of paper mache right now. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody else can hit a baseball. So what he's doing is impressive. Do I care who gets credit for this? Like you said, Sammy did it three times, hit, hit over 60. He did 66, 63, and 64. Yeah. It happened. And we, we, knew, we knew what was going on at the time. We didn't care what was going on at the time. Oh, no, it was would, a great show. Hey, and the pitchers baseball. were doing it, too. He, yes, the pitchers were definitely doing it. He was eating Flintstones vitamins, I thought. Isn't that what <laughs> happened? The Flintstones vitamins, for sure. But I just it just doesn't sit well with me. We know Sammy Sosa is an odd dude. He's kind of a weird dude. I don't think the Cubs really want him around because of that. But I had a great time in 1998. I had a great time watching Sammy Sosa do what he did for the city of Chicago, what he did for the sport of baseball. And then to like kind of pretend like that didn't happen. Um, you know, I don't obviously don't hold Barry Bonds or Mark McGuire in the same regard as Sammy because they never played for Chicago. Right. But I just, I, I just kind of hate this. And the Aaron judge thing does nothing to me. I, he's a good dude. I'd love if it came to the Cubs or the white Sox or the white Sox certainly are not going to cut that check. But, um, Look, this is happening because he's a Yankee, right? If you do it in a Yankees uniform, ESPN and the rest of the national media yes. just care more. That's just whatever. That's and what Maris says at the beginning of his thing. It's like, he's a Yankee. So what? <laughs> right. So what? So also I'll say this. Like putting an asterisk on, on those other numbers, whether it's Bonds or McGuire or, or Sosa, is doing the same thing that, that was done to his father too. Right. So I, I just don't really kind of understand this. Um, it's an awesome feat. And, and it is an way, awesome feat. Yeah. We're talking about Roger Maris's kid. He didn't hit any homers. So, like, <laughs> who the hell's asking him the Go question? Go back to yes. North Dakota. Yeah. Get the hell out of here, man. Yeah. I'm done with you. I just want Judge on the Cubs next year. Mm -hmm. Roll oh, out yeah. that wheelbarrow of cash we've been waiting for. Ah, uh, yes. All that money. The Yankees from the are going to offer him 400. You offer him 500. Hotel Luke. Jeffrey or whatever it is. Yeah. Yep. There. Luke, do you think we're going to see Sammy Sosa exactly. back at Wrigley Field anytime soon? I do not. And yeah. the crazy part is that not only is Sammy not welcome back, but they just drafted Mark McGuire's son. Right. So which is it? Pick. I mean, you had Manny Ramirez out there as a coach. <laughs> I don't think as long as the Ricketts own the, own the team. But what? What? what they, is, like, I don't. They, they, what they is don't their like beef Sammy. with Sammy Sosa? They, they didn't they own the like team Sammy. when he played. Like, they don't like Sammy. I I don't know the answer to that. I, they believe he cheated, and I guess they want him to admit it. Yeah, 
I mean, maybe, maybe there's more to the story that we don't know. I mean, we don't, you know, but I, I Sammy none of the stuff it, but well I don't care. I, whatever. We had a great time. That was the last time that baseball was the number one story in America. Right. Like this is, you know, Aaron Judge is hitting 61 and people are still more concerned with like Justin Herbert's, you know, injury status. Yeah. I mean, I want Judge on the, can you imagine that guy at Wrigley Field? Mm Mm-hmm. He'd be, it'd be just be like fun. Sammy. That He'd be, be running around with the American flag in the outfield. I, I think he's going to end up staying with the Yankees. Yes. Um, because, yes, you know, will. yes, that work means ratings too, yeah. but what a great move that would be for Marquee <sighs> to get people finally on, onto that network and get really people picking it up and, and signing up for stuff. Offer him 50 million more. Say, whatever the Yankees offer you, we'll pay you 50 million more. Yeah. Hey, do any now of you, you uh, do either of you remember where you were for the first time you hit 60 uh, back in 98? 60 or 62? Uh, 60. For Sammy? Yeah. Uh, I just remember I was in Lincoln, Nebraska. Can I remember, like, where I was <laughs> physically? No. Well, I know where I was. Kev, do you know where you were? Were you on Waveland Avenue? Very close. Okay. I was in the parking lot right outside of Wrigley Field uh, uh, where the old uh, Yum Yum Donuts was. <laughs> were you eating yeah. donuts? No, I was, I was, I was an intern for uh, our guy Mark Greco at the time, and they sent me along with a camera uh, guy up to go see if he hits it and we're you know driving up lakeshore we're listening to the game it's the eighth okay. inning whatever and then all of a sudden uh we're pulling into the lot and he, he i just get out of the van and i hear the crowd going crazy i'm like <laughs> cool now i'll say this though the cool thing about that game was it was against i think the brewers and the game was insane the cubs came back from something Thir- 38 like, of those home runs were against the brewers which would yeah. be the reason for an asterisk but, amazing yeah. i think <laughs> i think the cubs came back and like won like 13 12 or something orlando merced hit some game walk off whatever and i remember being on the field yeah. and i'm you know like 20 years old or whatever and just the crowd just was going nuts and no one was leaving after the game ended everyone like was high, like up and whatever and Good times. There's a big reason that uh, Wrigley Field and the Cubs are as worth as much as, as they are right now. Yeah. Harry Carey has a lot to do with that. Yep. And, and Sammy Sosa has a lot to do Sammy with that. Sammy has so. a huge And only one of those uh, only one of those guys on have that. a statue outside Wrigley. That's mm. that's all I'll say. Mm. So. Next. <laughs> all right. We might uh have Ryan Herrera stopping by. He was at the Jason Hayward press conference. Um that might be at the end of the show. We'll see if he is able to get we'll in. See. Uh, but moving on, Lonzo uh, Ball had his knee surgery, and Sham Sharania. I can never say his name. Sham Sharania. Shams. I just say Shams. People know. He reports that doctors believe that Wednesday's surgery did reveal what was causing the pain in Lonzo's ball. Lonzo Ball's knee. They addressed the issue. He is expected to miss at least a few months. I told you. I told you, Luke. If we have him back by Martin Luther King Day, I will be a happy man. Yeah. I mean, that, that's the way it looks. Now, I mean, I guess you say this is good news, though, right? Like, everybody that was looking at it, the doctors even said right on our CHGO Bulls podcast, the doctor said, if we go in and don't find anything, that's bad news. If we go in and find something and correct it, mm-hmm. that's the good news. Now, that doesn't guarantee that the guy's going to be okay. I'm still greatly concerned. He couldn't walk upstairs. He couldn't run or jump. Put any weight on it. This yeah. man's not 45 years old. This isn't Granville Waiters or, or Bill Cartwright we're <laughs> oh, talking about. that is a great or, reference. Or Greg Oden. It's like, like the second Granville Waiters reference in the last week on this, that this podcast. That is right? oh, okay, Greg Oden. He's not Greg Oden. He, yeah. I mean, he's a young guy. Like, this is his third knee surgery, and going into it, he couldn't run, he couldn't jump, and he couldn't walk up the stairs. They must have found, like, 
jagged marbles in his knee, like it, which, okay, they fixed it. But I'm not sure that's great news. I guess it's better than finding nothing, which just sewing him back up and being like, well, good luck. Hope you feel better. Yeah, I, I but think it's not. I think if it took opening his knee to like kind of find out what was uh, wrong, nope. I mean, I, th- I think that's a bad thing. I think there's a lot of rehab in front of him, and and who knows what mobility, you know, what what'll cost him in, in terms of mobility. Right. Um, I, but I'm 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 glad that they that I'm glad that they know. I'm glad that we know. I wish that this would have been maybe done in March or April, but you know, people don't want to have surgery, so I understand that. So I'm glad for him that at least he has an answer yeah. that he's not. You know, he's not going crazy. There was something wrong. Yeah. All right, the Bears are 2-1 and one and headed to New York to face the 2-1 and one New York Giants. I don't think either team feels all that great about it, though. Uh, I don't feel great about it, you know. I I mean, it, mostly it's the quarterback thing, right? Like, mm. everybody's worried about Justin Fields. Everybody start even his biggest supporters now are like, well, I'm concerned. I'm a little concerned. Because uh, that was a bad game. Yeah. And today, talk you know, Sports Talk Radio this week has been just this close examination microscope of what's going on. Is Justin depressed? Can he handle the way he's... The only person that I actually give some validity to this, the only reason I give it something is that Dave Wanstead pointed out right away after the press conference on Sunday, Wani said, this is what I don't like. He's upset. He seems depressed. And if that if he carries that back, which would be normal, mm-hmm. into the huddle, now you got a problem because these guys are all looking to him like, you're going to figure it out, and then we're going to figure it out, right? And that's not a, talking about this season. That could be like a downhill snowball avalanche type thing. So I'll give it a little bit of I trust Coach's opinion on that. For, for all the media that's looking at me like, oh, yeah, he's upset, like, yeah, and if he throws four touchdowns this week, he won't care. Four touchdowns? I mean, if those throws for like four yards or just throws four passes in general. But he's going to be, he's going to be, this game you assume the Giants will abs, after watching those first three games, the Giants mm-hmm. will stack the box and say there's no way Herbert's beating us, right? There's no way, J- Justin Fields, you can only throw on us. Go for it. See if you can do it. Some guys are going to be open this week. Now, he can't. He misses him again, and we're back here again Their next problems, week yeah. after they've stacked the box. Sound the alarm. I've been trying to preach, preach patience. I said things are going to be up. Things are going to be down. Things have definitely been, been down the last two weeks. Um, I think you're right. The, the rushing attack has been great, so that should be able to open up things for for Fields, for Luke Getze, that you should be able to scheme around this. So let's see what they can do this week. Play uh, action. Yeah. Over and over. No more no more bootlegs. That's the, They seem to be onto that. So. Yes. All right. The White Sox are completely free-falling. They have lost eight straight. They are 76 and 79. They are 11 games behind Cleveland. Goodbye. The Cubs, meanwhile, are finishing the season on good vibes. They've won seven of eight games and are 69 and 86. Nice. Lawrence, if you do the math, I've done the Sox win. The Sox lose their last seven to finish the the season on a 15-game losing streak, which really would be something. Wait for it. And then the Cubs win their last seven. The two teams will, will finish the season tied. And wow. that would just be just great for those White Sox. I mean, good times, guys. Well done. Well, great season. By the way, you cannot 
blame it all on Tony La Russa. I will put a lot of it on Tony La Russa, mm. but the Miguel Cairo honeymoon is now over. <laughs> well, right, but I mean, the, you can't blame I Cairo. Was at all. No, I mean, I, it's, listen, you could. Here's here's where the blame starts. Jerry, mm-hmm. Rick Hahn, yep. Kenny Williams, mm. Tony La Russa. Yep. That's the big bag. Then you got to put it on the players. You stink. For for yeah. so for so long, the term "white flag" and "White Sox lore" referred to the 1997 Jim season, Parquet, right? When Jim they Parquet. trailed the Cleveland Indians at that time, John Garland, by like three games, and they they tra- they 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 pulled the you know what was the trade? white flag trade? Yeah, the white flag trade. I just can't, I feel like Jim. Now Parquet you say white flag, you're talking about 2022. You were facing a three-game series against Cleveland, and you completely turtled. This and now is, they're 11 games behind. Yeah, you're, like you said, it's not a white flag. It's a turtle. It's uh, crawling into the, the fetus position and, and sucking your thumb going out of the season. This Pathetic. is the fact that, listen, they're not going to end up with the same record as the Cubs. I don't believe you're going to have seven more wins and seven more losses. Yeah. But the fact that it's going to be within two or three games probably, are you kidding me? Yeah. This Cubs team has been tanking on purpose for two straight years or more. Like, they traded their entire bullpen away. They're pitching Adrian Sampson. Esteban Quiros is playing second base. Guys, what are you doing? <laughs> this is, we, we debated last week, it, where does it rank in busts, right, for Chicago yeah. sports? You have to eliminate, let's eliminate the ones that made the postseason and just call it, this is now the biggest regular season bust in Chicago sports history. The Bears in 86 still won a ton of games. Mm-hmm. The Cubs in 2004, which is an equal tank job when you include what happened, but they won 89 games. This Sox team's not going to win 89 games, and that was a better division. Unbelievable. They're going to be double digits behind the Indians, at, or the Guardians, they're not excuse gonna, me. They're not the going to finish it with the winning record. That's, I mean, that's unless unless they go too. six of seven to, to to finish it out. So, and I don't think people, that's happening. I was with you. I thought they were going to the World Series. I will say this: like, if you had told me Tim Anderson played in eighty nine games this year, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, okay, not great. Not Organizational great. depth. It's going to be interesting off season for both teams. Um, it seems like the Sox really had momentum, and and now you know the the Cubs may have drafted and slingshot past them. Who knows? Finally, uh, Northwestern unveiled their new stadium plan. It looks pretty freaking cool. Lawrence, do we have the images? Oh, yes, we do. A privately funded $800 million stadium built on the current site of Ryan Field. Um, It's going to reduce capacity from like 47,000 to 35,000. Did you say Wilbon funded or privately (laughs) privately funded? I don't think Wilbon. I mean, Wilbon is handsomely compensated at ESPN. I don't think that... It's good to be Pat Ryan, okay? It's good to be the former chairman of Aon Corp. Or I don't know if he's former. I'd, I'd or tell you who's got to be just loving this. Fitz. I mean, are you kidding? You know, remember the practice facility that went up a few years ago? Have you ever been to that thing or just seen pictures of it? Their practice facility on Lake Michigan is like mm-hmm. maybe the nicest building in all of Illinois. It's like, crazy. It's, it's nuts. unbelievable. For a... For a a bottom tier Big Ten football program. Say it, a team yeah. no one cares. Are they about. bottom tier? They're like middle yes, tier. They're, they're middle tier. This but is they're what not I, though. I mean, they, I mean, they've no been to one, a Big Ten championship game. I know the Big yeah. Ten West is not great, but they're better. I mean, they're Chicago's Big Ten team. Oh, they, they are they? Chicago's yeah. Big Ten. I'm sorry, team. Cody. Do you think? Um, 
Do you think this is going to spark off? I mean, there's so much money coming to college athletics with all the television contracts. Do you think this is going to spark like a new stadium wave deal? of stadiums in, in college? It might. It might. And and you know what it's going to do is like the ones that have like 110, like the big house at Michigan. And it's like they're going to expand them and make them even better. Uh, here's what I want. Now that they've done this, Northwestern, just, just take a little bit of your pride Set it aside. Your pride and prestige, set it aside. Take a few guys that aren't straight-A students. <laughs> you, want the, you want the JUCO transfers into yes, Northwestern. go for it. Just, I don't think just that's going to happen. Just ease up the restrictions just a little I bit. I don't think that's happening. I, I, lo- I, love the, I love the I way the stadium looks. I think it is going to stick out in Evanston, right? I mean, that's part of, like, you know, Dyke Stadium, Ryan Field's charm yeah you went there like oh this place must have been awesome in 1932 or whatever like but it nothing's been updated since well i wonder if they should have done this in opposite order should they put the stadium right on the lake yeah and the practice facility where the stadium is going to be i don't know i I love i love i love i love the smaller um attendance like yeah i I appreciate that that's right i i looked at the pictures and i'm like Who's going to this game? Like, but yeah, if they're making right. it smaller, good. As long as Buffalo Joe's is not affected in any bad way, that's all I really care about. It looks about. like one of your your soccer stadiums in England. Oh, actually, yeah. one of but my soccer stadiums. One of yours. Now wait, Law, you're are you a DePaul guy? I am not. I went to Columbia College, Chicago, the okay. Triple C, the Fighting Commuters. Let's go. For all the DePaul fans out there, take notice. This is what you should have done for a basketball arena. There's yeah. nothing wrong with, you know, where you're playing now. Well, but yeah. if you wanted to rekindle the Mark Aguirre, hey, we're, oh. we're Chicago's team Ross thing Strickland. instead of giving it to Loyola. Ray Meyer. This is what you should have done. You should have torn down and some buildings in your own area right in Lincoln Park, and you should have put a cool stadium there. Oh, yeah. A small seated stadium. Yeah. Only had to have like 10,000 people in it. Just like knock down Oz Park. No one goes to that park. Just leave those statues great inside point. on the concourse. Great point. Yeah, what the hell? And they they screwed that up yeah. big time. Where do you think they're going to play when uh, when they're constructing this? Champaign. Well, Soldier Field because the Bears won't be there, or or it's not going to time out. No, the Bears mm. will still be there, and the Bears will still be there. But the Park District owns it, so they've got no say. They'll that they'll play Soldier Field. Really Field. There and and the city of Chicago will be so mad that the Bears have officially announced that they're leaving to go to Arlington Heights by then. Mm-hmm. That whoever's the mayor at that point will say, well. We'll let Northwestern play there, and they can just destroy the field before we let the Bears just, like, puddle their way through mud. And Yeah, that's what's going to happen. The Bears are going to play in the worst field ever because Northwestern will play their home games there on a Saturday. That'd be fun. Uh, Luke, Robbie in the chat agrees with you. DePaul needed it on campus. They built a stupid loft apartment. Yeah, dumb. (laughs) Not great. Dumb. All right, this football season, PointsBet is bringing you a better way to bet live on games. That means before this ad is over, you can place a live same-game parlay, bet on the next drive to be a touchdown, and cash out on your live second-half overbet. So whether you're on the move or on the couch, do it live on PointsBet. Download the PointsBet app today and sign up with the code CHGO to get your first two bets risk-free up to $2,000. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services. Our next partner has a product I've been using every day. Started taking AG1 because I didn't have time, wanted better gut health, more energy, and an optimized immune system. I've been on it for like six, seven months now. doesn't taste super healthy, but that's the great part. And 
It's sort of mild and tropical, and it is healthy. So I take it in the morning. Here's what it is. One scoop of AG1, you absorb 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to start your day right. A special blend of ingredients supporting your gut health, nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, aging, all of those things. I get that boost of energy, so I take it first thing in the morning, empty stomach, and then I follow it up with a do-right donut like I did today, uh, the pumpkin spice cream cheese frosting. Holy. Uh, it's uh, lifestyle-friendly, whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, gluten-free, dairy-free, you're all good with AG1. Investing in all-in-one nutritional insurance for less than 3 dollars a day it's recommended by professional athletes more than seven thousand five-star reviews so right now reclaim your health arm your immune system we're heading into cold and flu season covid's on an uptick daily nutrition it's one scoop and a cup of water every day that's it no need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health and to make it easy athletic green is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune supporting vitamin d and five free travel packs with your first purchase all you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash CHGO Cubs, CHGO Bulls, CHGO Bears, whichever team you support. Again, athleticgreens.com slash CHGO Cubs. Take ownership over your health. Pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. So I love what Sean Caselli said. Uh, Can we buy Sammy a ticket to show up to the Cubs convention Mm. with Michael Collada so they can confront Tom Ricketts together? Michael Collada is our regular resident Ricketts Ripper on the CHGO <laughs> Cubs podcast. So, one, I think that would be great press for CHGO. Two, I don't think we would ever be allowed to Wrigley Field again. I think we would be on the outside looking in if uh, with well, yeah, Sammy. Most likely. So, most like likely. All right, it's draft time. It's oh. 1990s draft. We did the 1980s movie draft a few months ago. I will put the link to that in the description after the show. Uh, but let's welcome in... Oh, Casey. very nice. Yeah. That was leftover from the socks. Yeah. Noise. Oh, hey. Nice Sorry, touch. Casey. I should probably turn on your mic. There it's you not go. as good Bye. as the Mario. It's not as good as the Mario noise when Mario shows up in the uh, Black Ops. Do we have that somewhere? That's yeah. probably somewhere. I don't know where that is. They just do a Super uh, Mario Brothers. Mario, Mario, Mario. No. I have Fun. this. Wait, hold Fun on. Detroit sucks. Detroit sucks. That's always good. That's always good. All right. So the 1990s movie draft. Uh, the world is our oyster. There's oh, a lot of choices. Boy. We're going to leave a lot of movies on the cutting room floor. What yeah. are the rules, Kevin? What are the rules? Yeah, there aren't rules. The, there are no the order is rules. Casey, Kevin, Lawrence, Luke. That is so that's rule. alphabetical order. Yes, right out of the gate. That's old man last. Age order. Uh, look at that graphic, though, guys. I yeah. love this graphic. He, Lawrence was working hard on this late into the evening. Into the early morning. I'm early but, morning. Yeah. I'll give this. Me. Other than the jersey number thing we put out with, you know, the best player at every number, this is the coolest graphic we've hey had. Hey, now, yes. Joey's got to If you're listening to the podcast now, you're going to want to check this out on YouTube because Lawrence did an awesome blockbuster video-looking graphic. Yeah. There's a check shelf. It. As we pick our movies, he is going to put the DVD covers. Will Will they all be in stock, or will I have to go uh, yeah. into the back room and find oh, some yeah. of your picks? We'll see. So, I, yeah. I picked a lot, we'll I've got see. my readers on for this. Oh, no. Do you have one for Turner and Hooch? Remember oh, I love Turner and Hooch. I think it might have been oh, I'm going to take that first. You guys, remember when you it. would go to the theater and or the, to the movie store, and you would like go, and they would be empty, or they wouldn't be like yeah. behind the thing? Yeah. That would Wait, suck. Sad. Are you asking that as a question? Yeah, like, do you remember that? Mm-hmm. 
Yes. Of it yeah. was to the you, worst. Casey, that's I do my remember that. My concern that. is that you don't know what Blockbuster is. I yeah, do. Exactly. We had a family video near our house, though, and if we got good grades and did well in school and we were good to our yeah. mother, we got to go rent a movie. Casey, mother, are you, have are you I been old? Good to you? Are you old enough to have had a separate rewinder, separate from the VCR, like you would finish the movie and you would eject it and then you would put in the rewinder no to save the VCR? I don't think we had that. No, but my, my grandma would tape like things for us and rewind. So I don't know. She would like tape over something to like send us a Christmas special or I don't know. I'm old enough that my mom used to show our childhood movies on reel to reel. Oh, like we had yeah. in grade school with the giant movie reels, and then there were two yeah, of them. Like, like the tick, 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 the tape at any, be like, eight oh, millimeter, the 16 millimeter <laughs> film. Sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I'm ready for this. So, we're going to do four movies a piece. So, again, oh, we're going to be leaving things on. We're probably going to post this to social. Yeah. People protest. are going to call us all sorts of names. By the way, to you're going to have chat, to stand behind your picks. The, to the chat, I probably won't be paying much attention to you as you're yelling at us right now while yeah. I'm dealing with this graphic, but. Uh, I know I'm going to pick all the wrong movies, and I apologize. I've got it called up on my iPad here, so I'll read off some of the okay. suggestions Thank here. Thank you. Casey, you're on the clock at number one. Oh, man. Oh okay, I think I have to go with my all-time favorite 90s movie, <laughs> Mrs. Say? Doubtfire. Oh, <laughs> wow. Are we off to a start? We are guys, off to a start. This is a great movie. Robin Williams doing the Lord's work. Dressing in drag. It was hilarious. The kids were great. Sally Field was in it. It's a good movie. My daughter's got really into this movie because I think it's on Disney Plus it's now. It's funny. It's, it's a little weird for like a six and seven year old to be Maybe. watching it. And then it kind of like really makes me sad as the dad because the dad's going through all this stuff to yeah. be with his kids. Oh, man, so you're, you're gonna, saying you're you like cry. it and it I touches mean, your heart and soul. It's not the number one overall movie. You're wrong. No, it's no like, do you, you realize what's that. happened here? Kevin made the order here knowing that Casey was going to do something <laughs> crazy yeah, <laughs> so that he could give the obvious answer for, here we okay. go. A Phantom Menace, this right? This whole With thing Jar is Jar under Someone protest. Someone said Mrs. Delphi ah, got sad. Yeah. Me so stupid. Ah, bah, bah. Jar Jar. No, Jar. Ends, go back in your cage. It ends well. It's, it's a sad movie at first, but it ends well. It's uh, Robin Williams at the height of his powers, that's for sure. Yes. So. All, right. Uh, All right. Patch Adams? No, I'm just kidding. 1993. There is another right. 90s movie where I would say Robin Williams is at the height of his powers, but... Look, know, why do you look no disturbed that I picked this movie? Uh, it's great. It left some openings for me. <laughs> I, I just, I, I just yeah. can't believe Kevin's going to get this first we have pick. different right. tastes. Yeah, what is Kevin's first pick here? Because I need to know if I was thinking the same way or if Luke's in a whole other... Do we have like guesses? Do we have, I, I know what What do you think I'm picking? No, I'm not telling you. I know what he's anything. picking. Yeah, just go ahead and say it. I don't think you do. Here's, okay. here's the thing that I find crazy. We're not so we're not doing categories. You don't have to pick a comedy, a drama, an action no. movie, and we're not saying these are the best movies no. or most successful movies. Absolutely, right? that's why I picked Mrs. Doubtfire. You're just gonna pick our uh, our favorite, I'll, or am I saying these are the best movies? That's where I'm. It's no. hey, you know what, Luke? Because I could do the graphic. This is your picks your on pick. your shelf, man. Whatever I could just do comedies. Want. I could you stick could to comedies. People, and you could tell people what you want out. them to watch. We're not trying to be matter. the best. We're trying to yeah. pick our favorite. You don't have to say Titanic because fuck that movie. I've still never seen that. <laughs> that's right. I'm one of four Titanic. people in this country that's never seen Titanic. Titanic is an achievement in filmmaking. Okay, it's it not was. necessarily I mean, a great movie. You did feel like you were on the Titanic when you watched the movie. I'll I'll give it that. Like. It was pretty cool. So I, th I thought Casey was going to actually go with Clueless. So yeah. that I one thought surprised she was going me. Titanic. No I thought Titanic was her call. But you said Little great. Mermaid, Clueless. Mrs. Doubtfire. Clueless is a great right. film, though. Okay, so come on. No, Clueless I would not have picked movie. that. 
right. All right. Number two. When I think of 1990s, I think of the birth of the summer blockbuster. Uh, Um, I I think, you know. What's he going to say? Cold, you know, movie theaters. Am I going in the back for this? day. Sticky shoes. I think the greatest summer blockbuster of all time. The Rock. Jurassic Park. Jurassic. Mm. I have. So I'm going to go with Jurassic yeah. Park, 1993. Steven Spielberg. I have that. In that stock. was on my list. Change this is what I too. love about Jurassic Park. You watch that movie today; it holds up. You yep. don't. You don't look at this and say, mm-hmm. "Hey, the man, special these, effects these, hold up." The special mm-hmm. effects hold up. The pacing of that movie, like you feel like you are on that island. Um, it's just like the T Rex is like the greatest all time villain in film history. Oh, that right. I thought T-Rex. I was going to get Jurassic Park potentially at number four. Yeah. That's what I but it changed the way special effects were done in movies. Yeah. Like that set a new bar. When that came out, I saw it with my parents, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I just remember my mother had an upset stomach. She was so nervous afterwards. <laughs> she was just like she was like hyperventilating yeah. afterwards because she felt like the I cannot dinosaurs wait. I, I cannot wait to show my daughter. I was gonna say movie. they're not ready for that. They're, they're not, not ready, ready for mm-hmm. it at all. Not ready. I wasn't ready for it. I think I was fifteen at the time. Unless you want them to not sleep for the next five no. years, I wouldn't go with that yet. Oh no. God, I'm on the clock. Oh yep. no. Ah, come on. Lauren's on the clock. Uh Sister okay. Sister. Uh so Sister Act. you know, part of me does want to take the rock because who doesn't love the rock? I think you're crazy if you don't love the rock, but I'm not gonna do that. Oh. So, uh, I don't know if it's a number one pick. It is not a number one pick, which is why I'm not taking it. Um, There are a thousand great movies that I love from the 90s. Sister Act is not one of them. Neither is Sister Act 2, 3, or however many there are. Hmm. I am going to go with a movie that was just, you know, I was in college, saw it in the theater in Iowa City. It was amazing. have seen it countless times since. Uh, Yes, he had a movie before this. That was amazing as well, and that's another one on my list. But I'm going to go with Quentin Tarantino's Pulp Fiction. Mm. Solid pick. That, that is a number one pick. That's a first-round pick. Never Thank you. you. Never saw it. Oh, no. Casey, Never saw it. don't admit Here that. Here we go. I, I just admitted that I didn't see Titanic. See, I don't Casey's think been eliminated anymore. from this competition. No, I'm not eliminated. She's no. been eliminated. No. No, she's actually you, she's very— never seen Pulp Fiction? We've already given you a list, a homework list, Casey— because we were prepping for the show yesterday, you have a, a long list to go through. Add Pulp Fiction to it. Yeah, All in right. fact, yeah, it's the and number one. What is it called? Glenn Gary, yeah. Glenn Ross. Yeah, yeah. I'm I, gonna watch that. I told too. her to watch Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, Luke. <laughs> Coffee's for closers. Coffee's Luke. For and then I made her watch the entire cl- Coffee's for Closers YouTube right. clip. I never thought I'd be making this pick. I, I'm at excited for four. you because you are. This is like you thought you wouldn't get this. You were mad. You were fourth. Now you have fourth and fifth here as we're snaking it back. I mean, I would have been happy with Jurassic Park or Pulp Fiction. Yeah, as you should mm. have been. They're great films. But I'm surprised that Shawshank Redemption was passed yeah. up. Yeah, oh. it was on my list. Shawshank, there so we go. So I will go with the Shawshank so Redemption. Movies yeah. out. It's crazy. It's crazy. How m- now, the 90s might have been the greatest movie decade ever. Y- well, it. for people who were... And for like high school graduates. Of, we said that about um, the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> nah. Boy, I've got a lot of... Kitschy. See now, there are some choices here, and I don't want to give too many away. No, it's fine. Do I go with? It's my turn. Do I go? No, 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 no. no, 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 no snake snaking, draft. Snaky snake. Oh, we're case. snaking. Boy, yeah, sorry. Oh, you, you could. Don't worry. You could that get sucks. Mrs. Doubtfire too uh, in like three picks. Oh, oh boy, what's going on here? <laughs> um, I know what the kids would like me to pick here, but I'm not going to do it. I don't know if I should go to a different. What do the kids want you to pick? Uh, the kids want me to go Space Jam. Uh, mm. Space Jam. The kids Space all want Jam. me to go Space Jam, it's and they're going to be mad that I didn't take Space Jam, but I'm not going there. Oh, good. I'd There's other the good kid movies in there. 
Do I want to go uh, drama? Oh Do boy. I want to go comedy? Mm. See, because I think, boy, there's so many choices here. Yeah, there are. This is a movie draft. Uh, okay. For a whole decade. I, I'll tell you what. No, no restrictions at all. No restrictions at all. I go with, I go with one of my five favorite movies, and this is not for everybody. Forrest Gump. Yeah. That was going to be Gump. my fourth pick. Sure. Look at us Forrest, all being Forrest Gump movie. is one of my all-time favorite someone movies. Someone in the Life comments is like a said it's a chocolates. bad movie. Yeah, someone said it. I think it was Sean Casale said it's a bad movie. Well, not come on. Bad oh, movie. my guy Shy, I think. Never oh, know Shy. what you're going to get. That's not true. Um, you Jenny never know what you're going to get. Peas and carrots. Uh, why, do, why do you like Forrest Gump, Luke? Yeah, I loved it. Uh, first of all, we had never seen a movie. Jenny did Forrest dirty. <laughs> no. Jenny. Thanks, Robbie. That's good. The way they put Tom Hanks into all of these different real-life pieces of history was also special effects amazing at the time. Like, mm-hmm. when he's up there, he's shaking Nixon's hands yeah. with the Dr. Pepper. Oh, I gotta go uh, yeah. pee. Unbelievable. He's running out of the like jungle. That. Unbelievable. If you haven't seen the Netflix special... Uh, the movies that made us on this, it's a, it's outstanding. Um, all those scenes were just absolutely unbelievable. Um, and I just thought it was a sweet story. It was a funny story. Um, it, it For people that didn't know history, bef- like things before them, the Vietnam War, what was going on in, that, in the world at that time, it took you those places. All-time soundtrack. Great movie. Yeah. Lieutenant Dan is still playing his band. Lieutenant Dan. I have to agree. And it's my favorite Tom Hanks movie. And there's some... We could do a draft just on Tom Hanks movies, and that of would be not easy. Of course, we could do a draft easy. on anything. That thing you do is a first... That thing you do is a great 90s movie that I probably won't be picked, I don't think. Uh, I hope not. I'd have to go to the back for that one. Okay. Uh, Braggs, <laughs> Braggs said we should be doing a 90s uh, Nick Cage movie uh, no, draft. And no. I, I fully I'm agree. not a Nick Cage guy. Gimme Con Air. Give me the rock. No, I'm not. Give me all those guys. Good speed. All right, so hey, I'm up. <laughs> He's just waiting to do that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> so I'm up, and we've got a lot of great films out in the world, but I mean, I'm sorry. It's Big Lebowski. I don't know what you ah, guys are thinking. <laughs> Kevin s- wanted that. Yeah, as Lebowski, you huh? I mean, dude, come on. It's, you know, the dude it is. It's a great movie. It wouldn't have been I, I just, not my list. So. I just watched it on the plane ride to... Uh, Last plane ride I was on, and mm-hmm. it, I mean, it's fantastic. You know, it's fun to watch, even though I had to, like, kind of shield my daughter's eyes for part of it. But, I mean, it's Lebowski, man. So, yeah. I, the dude abides. That was in my top five. So yeah, it, it actually, should be. This actually, like, makes things a little bit easier for me going here. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I was I was between Lebowski and another movie, but. Where's the money, Lebowski? I know, where, I know where he's going. I know where he's Do going. Right. I know where he's going. All right, so we have not picked. Uh, oh, Forrest Gump was a Best Picture winner, right? Yeah, sure. Say we haven't picked oh, a Best boy. Picture winner. Oh, no, we he's have. going Schindler's I, List. I know one I'm You're thinking You're going of Schindler's that, List? There's, there's no. several that are sliding Schindler's here. Schindler's List is good, but like. I'm not, I picking, can't. A, I'm not be- picking Best Picture winner. It's too But sad. I'm picking a win, uh, one that should have won Best Picture. Martin Scorsese, Goodfellas. Goodfellas. Mm, yeah. Yes, I did pass on Goodfellas. That's as good as it gets. Lebowski. And the fact that Dances with Wolves won over that is still uh, one of the, Tonka. the Tonka. worst Tonka. decisions Tonka. in Academy Award history. Well done. Well I, done, Tatanka. He's so bad in that movie. A lot of people will say, Robin like, Hood, if they see Shawshank Redemption on, they have to watch it until the end. Like, for me, that movie is a Goodfellas, which for some reason is always playing on Lifetime, like, which makes no sense. Wait, good, wait. Goodfellas plays on Lifetime a lot. Oh my! It makes well, zero okay, sense. Pause. 
why are you watching Lifetime? That's my because Goodfellas is on it. You see it on the. You're going through the. I don't even know where Lifetime shows up on the dial at this point in my Mm -hmm. life, but uh, I guess yeah. I do like the way we're doing this though. Like I. This yeah. is this is our list, right? Like it this is, is what we. This is the way I think my we shelf. Should. That's my shelf at the CHGO Video Store. All right, you right. want to get two videos for uh, five dollars or whatever it is. You know, if you turn on your television and you still have cable and HBO is on, and what movie is on that you cannot turn off? That's yeah. what we're talking about yeah. from the nineties. Pulp Fiction and Lebowski are definitely on my list. For Shawshank that. and Forrest Gump Shawshank, on that list, a hundred percent. I like everyone's pick so far. Well, let's see what. Let's see I where don't Casey, know about goes. Yeah, Casey screws this up. <laughs> this is a pick I didn't tell anyone Sister about act. beforehand, so you probably will not uh, have this. Oh no! I'm gonna go with 1997 thriller mystery by David Fincher, The Game. The Game. Oh, the I game. almost. I had to go to the back to find that. God darn it! Okay. So I saw this recently for the first time and loved it. <gasps> this is the Michael Douglas movie, right? Yes, yeah. and it messed me up. It it changed my life. It I was, do remember watching that. Whew. Just twists and turns, really unexpected at the end. So, yeah. Uh, wait, I, I who, own that movie on VHS. Remember, like, again? Blockbuster used to sell the watch copies? I had a... Oh, that's Michael Douglas. ...previously movie. watched. Okay. This this is just, again... I, what is, is the game case, about? This is Casey's list, so I can't be angry. I just cannot relate to the next generation. That is what that. This is what. <laughs> Why happening. don't you like that movie? It's not that I don't like that movie. It's just we're leaving some. Some that are going to be left here are so great. Yeah, four is that up. I four feel like tough. we should have ten picks. Yeah, and we'll and the game wouldn't have been hour. in my top ten, but it's your list. Yeah, it's your list. Sean says, "Who has the guts to take Toy Story?" Bragg says, all right, Bragg Casey is out. out. What do you mean? It's a good movie. David Fincher's a great she director. She's out at Doubtfire. With, the, with as powerful as these lists are going to be, she lost me at what? Doubtfire. Wait till you guys hear my next Tell pick. me the plot of the game again. What? He is like a successful banker, and his brother, I think it's his brother, um, kind of mm-hmm. sets him up in this game that he thinks is going to like change his life. And mm-hmm. he goes through all this stuff, and it's, it kind of goes downhill for him because... Basically, he just has bad luck after bad luck, and things are really testing his patience and his sanity. Do you want me to tell you the end? Yeah, who cares? It's the 90s, man. We, <laughs> it, you get to spoil it. And then at the this end. Is, this is why it's not one of the all-time great. She's trying to explain the no, movie I mean, to us. Well, because at the end, like he, you have it on VHS? I mean, do you <laughs> honestly anymore. not He doesn't have a VHS player anymore. Oh. Maybe a doorstop in my college apartment. At the end, know. he like almost kills himself, but the whole thing is a joke in the end because... It was all a game. Oh, brother, it was all like, a game. I'm going to have to watch that again. Yeah, it's really good. It's, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it's Fincher, right? Is that what we're saying? Yes. Fincher? Yeah, Fincher's awesome. Uh, Sean Caselli says Fincher's great. Zodiac's a masterpiece. Yeah, love Fincher. Isn't, uh, is he the one that does Mind Have Hunter, you even right? seen the game, Luke? I don't Not, think I, I don't have, remember it. honestly. Honestly, I, I, I don't mean, remember it's, it. It's, yeah. So long ago. I, I've heard of it, but I, do I remember it? Psychological no, this, thriller. This is like the prime of my life here we're talking about. Okay, Casey, you're on you're on the board again here. You guys are gonna hate my next pick. Oh, no. Okay, wait, I'll save my last again. pick. Yeah. I'll, I'm gonna be strategic here. She picked like Clue in the 1980s movie. Too. I know. Great See, movie. that's that's what that I can't. Cult classic. This is what upsets me. Don't make uh, me angry, Casey. Bad. I don't want to be mad at her. I am picking the Truman Show. Oh, uh, the Truman Show. Yeah. I mean, Jim Carrey's got to be represented here. Luke is so upset right uh, now. I. I've disappointed him. It's a good show. I mean, it's a good movie. I'm so upset. Do you want some of my donut, Luke? It's delicious. (laughs) 
Is that the blueberry one? But why would you pick Truman Cinnamon. Show over Dumb and Dumber or Ace Ventura? Because I don't think I, I love Ace Ventura. I just figured one of you I, guys would have picked those. I can give you those. ten more. I just don't want to give the away Truman all Show, the Truman Show I just think was a little bit deep, and I I appreciated the story behind it. Mm-hmm. Ace Ventura I love. We were just Matt and Big Dave and I were quoting it yesterday before the show. Um, Truman Show just kind of made an impact on me. I think. Yeah, look at her. She's in the uh, television. But liar, liar, sort of industry, Ace Ventura. So those are sense. all classics too. Yeah. Um, Office Space, Dumb and Dumber, something I would not about Mary Dumb American Pie. I don't think Dumb and Dumber is funny. Sorry. I don't think Dumb and Dumber is funny. I'm with you on Dumb and Dumber. Like, whatever. Dumb and Dumber is fine. Uh, you know, whatever. Oh, come on. So you're yeah. saying there's a chance yeah, that you're not taking yeah. it. I, I, I mean, whatever. Dumb and Dumber is fine. I, I, the other movies. The other Sean, movies. And by the way, we're referring to the original. Sean agrees yeah. with me. Truman Show is Carrie's best movie. Ooh. Well, hold on, though. Wait. What about. Uh, I like the one Man about. on the Moon. Yeah, Man on the Moon's Cable amazing. Uh, no, the, 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 the Mask. Yeah. No. The Mask is his best movie. Mask was a very 90s movie. Yeah, yeah, that's the best movie. All right, I'm up next. Oh, God. Okay, here we go. All right. What do you got for us? I am picking, last. my last pick was a Scorsese film. Now I'm going to pick the best Scorsese ripoff, Boogie Nights, 1997. Yes. Wow. Paul Thomas Anderson. Yes. I don't know that, the rewatchability of Boogie Nights is, is pretty amazing. You guys are all picking movies that Burt are like Reynolds on the list Reynolds should have won a supporting best movies. actor. Mark Wahlberg's best role because it actually didn't require him to be a good actor. So You're all picking okay. just like basic movies. like movies Boogie that, Nights is a basic movie? But you're picking movies that everyone puts on the list. Well, no, I have top. two I have two that well, swept the Academy Awards so far, but like... <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire was great. I'm trying to be more obscure about my picks. So you're being, you're being like last time Jared Willis was on here and he just was like went total hipster on the whole thing. Right. Right. Now you're you're playing that that role. Lit up a stogie and went hipster on us. Hey, nothing wrong with hipsters. All right. Let's just, let's just not be ripping on hipsters. I'm a former hipster. Uh, Oh my God. There's so many good movies. Oh boy. See, this is tough because my fourth pick, I hope to goodness gracious, Luke does not steal. Mm hmm. To the point where I almost want to take it now. You better. Uh, better take it. Yeah, you know what? Honestly, I don't care. I am taking it now because I did. I, I wanted to take it first overall. Yeah. And I think I knew. I knew I'm taking The Fugitive. Nice. Oh, wow. Yeah. The Fugitive is my, probably my favorite Chicago. movie to, to first watch. First Chicago movie on the board. It's probably my favorite movie to rewatch a thousand times. I've been literally like texting my friend Benny every time it's on on amc or tbs or wherever the hell it is one of us will text each other hey fugitive's on and next thing you know we're watching and just <laughs> quoting each other all the lines i mean the best part about it for me it's it's all the little things it's the it's those two chicago cops who are like did he have a hook you know those guys are just so <laughs> classic otis wilson is one of the guards uh you got pam zeckman john drummond lester holt mm. uh jay that, levine that famous chicago waterfall jay levine yeah um Oh, yes. The f- well, that's down, it's, you know, southern Illinois or wherever the hell yeah. it is. I mean, it, there's certainly not waterfalls that big down there, but whatever. You know, check every outhouse, hen house, uh, you know, et cetera. I just won the draft. It's over. I'm, go- I'm going to vomit because I have to make two in a row here, and I can't do it. There's too much. I have too many. You guys have left so many on the board. I know. What it's I'm going to do is sad. just rattle some off. So now. far, you have Shawshank Redemption and Forrest Gump. Right. The best two movies of the 90s. Um, all right, I'll leave. I'm going to leave Basic Instinct on the table. Thank goodness. I'm going to leave Space Jam on the table. Sure. Uh, American Pie is still on the table. Oh, that's a '90s movie. That changed things. Yeah, that was a that was an influential. Braveheart movie. is on the table. 
Casinos on the table. A lot of things on tables. Swingers is on the table. They're actually on shelves. All right, I'll so I'm going to go with comedy first. Okay. And there are so many choices here. I'll tell you what. Gosh. Hoop dreams I'm leaving on the table. Yeah. Best Four. documentary I've ever seen. Okay. So leave it on the table. Where are you going? I'm going to leave it on the table. Get to the counter, Luke. Tommy boy. <laughs> Tommy boy. Tommy boy. When it, you, there's no way you can tell me if Tommy boy is on the television you, or you're on your pops up somewhere, you're turning off Tommy boy. That's what Bees! I was, Bees! You guys, you're you watching. took my pick. That was my oh. fourth pick. Oh, oh shit. Now, I mean, first I'm off, first off, I would take Billy Madison or Happy Gilmore. Well, I still have another pick here, Kevin. Okay. Unfortunately for you. <laughs> uh, I am considering... Billy Madison. Billy Madison is a great movie. I am considering Fight Club. Are you considering Titanic? Titanic I'm not is, considering right Titanic. There. I am considering yeah. Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, you should be considering that. How about Wedding Singer? No. I, no. I, I tell, here's Wayne, where my, Wayne's World? This is where my heart... The, the movie mind in me says, you have to pick Goodwill Hunting. Two Academy Awards. You have yeah. to. Yeah, love it. Or The yeah. Usual Suspects. Got Goodwill Hunting... Oh, we've got usual primal suspects. Fear. Oh, Primal Fear. The, the, the baseball, oh, I love that The movie. baseball fan in oh, me says you one. have to pick Sandlot, but yeah. this is not a sports yeah. draft. Sandlot's a different category. So that's why yeah. I'm not, that's the only reason I'm not going to pick Sandlot. Here's where I'm going to go. You want I'm dogs, lose some you? people because you told me. That's dogs? You told me this is. Flubber. This is This is my draft. This Flubber. is the Luke Stuckmeyer draft. And oh. he will not have a, he will not have a box for this. One of my all-time favorite comedies. I thought I was going to get it on the very last pick of the draft. What about Bob? <laughs> what Bill about Murray's Bob? best movie. <laughs> yeah. Richard Dreyfuss. Bob, cannot watch Bob. it. You cannot watch it without laughing. That baby steps amazing. to winning. I'm taking baby steps to winning the championship. The Cubs are taking baby steps to the World Series. I got to go to the back. You guys uh, keep Dr. talking about Dr. Leo Marvin. Go That's all back. you need to know. Wow. Dr. Leo Marvin and Faye, <laughs> wow. those mashed potatoes. I mean, do so you take that over Groundhog Day? I'm, yeah, oh, yeah. Now 100% it's over Groundhog Day. I, I'm with you on Groundhog Day. I feel I like, like that. I love What About Bob. That's an what underrated about Bob movie. Is those two playing Have you off seen each that, other? No. I, you you Casey, should watch it. What About Bob a is a great it is Everyone a in the comments, make me a list. Yeah. <laughs> the combo of Dreyfus. Is that and Bill Murray is is maybe the greatest cast movie of all time. Those two guys, like Bill Murray, is insane, yeah. and you know he's afraid of everything. And Dreyfus is this tight, going to uh, where does he where does he take a, his vacation? Not the Hamptons. Um, oh, I forget. Martha's Who's Vineyard? in it? Martha's Vineyard or something like that. Yeah. Richard Dreyfus, and he loses his mind. Mm. Cape Cod type area. Anyways, Lake Winnipesaukee is where he goes. Ahoy, I'm a sailor. Yeah. I sail now. <laughs> Amazing. I'm sailing. Uh, if you haven't seen What About Bob, as someone whose prime was the 90s, I graduated high school in 1990. You did? What About Bob? Okay. One of the most unsung movies of all time. I told Bill Murray that once. I was like, by the way, What About Bob is your greatest movie. He's like, okay, all right. Okay, let's... And he just looked at me like, all right. I got to put that on the... So you like that or no? No, I... I I don't know if you liked it or not, but like um, Caddyshack. Most people would say I think Caddyshack. This is, your hip, this is your hipster pick, though, for sure. I mean, this is Casey's been trying to do her hipster deal. Well, I mean, is... I left Goodwill Hunting on the table. 
I'm not yeah. really trying to be hipster. I'm just picking movies. How you I like, like them apples? <laughs> I left Goodwill Hunting on the table. Yeah, that is a great movie. That's one of my favorites of all time. Um. Okay. So that means I'm on the board here. You just completely derailed Lawrence, by the way, because he had yeah. to go look for the graphic. I to did have right. to go look. I for know the that graphic. was also part of it. Yeah. And now we've got it. But where did look at that? My Shawshank, Forrest Gump, where Tommy Boy. Oh, there it is. Okay. And here what we about go. Bob? All right. So we are back. That's to eight hours. I mean, for eight share. hours, I could sit and watch those back to back there to back, and not move. My movie. And Put some depends on me and just let me watch. The okay, movies. Luke. Let me okay. Go. All right. So. I have choices to make here. Um, 12 Monkeys is one of my all-time favorites. Mm. Uh, Interesting. Boys in the Hood's out there. Clerks. Yeah, if we Boys in the Hood Kevin, was another one I was like, Kevin what about Smith. Friday? Yeah, Friday's out. Dazed and Confused is up there. I'm gonna, Fear it, and Because loathing. I'm a nice guy, I'm going to throw this out there, and it might be against the rules. There's but Friday. this is the way I was, I was going to, uh, in my eyes, cheat a little bit. I was going to go this way. I was going to go with the re-release of The Empire Strikes Back. Matrix. <laughs> no, that wouldn't count. No, we, it was Office released in the nineties. The there? re-release in the, was in the nineties. <sighs> Rushmore. See now, no. if if Royal Tenenbaums had actually That's, made it into the nineties, I, I think Tenenbaums might be my fourth selection here. You did live in Bucktown. I I actually never lived in Bucktown. I, lived I did. In Ukrainian no, I lived village. Part. Yeah, Ukrainian me village. too. You village. Um, swingers. Oh my God. Yeah, swingers. I know it's tough. I mean, there's so money you don't Jeremy, even know it, Lawrence. Yeah, Jeremy Roenick's head bleeding and all that good stuff. Uh, something about Mary, Terminator Two. Something about Mary was the first time I saw it. I almost spit my pants. I laughed so hard. True Romance, one of my all-time favorite movies. American Pie. But I've already got Pulp Fiction. Seven. How how absurd was American Pie the first Usual time? Usual Suspects. Was we haven't brought up Kaiser's seven. Usual uh, Suspects out yeah. there. All right, you know what though? I, I this is my picks. There it is. Wayne's another, World. This is another film that I watch to no end, and it probably changed my life a little bit in my. Bill and Ted's Early two thousands, I'm gonna go with Rounders. Huh? <laughs> right. Yeah, that's right. I, that's, that's, yeah. yeah, that's like your the game pick. But you could take you could take Rounders over Goodwill Hunting. I know. I, well, you know, Luke, it's your pick. Luke, it's your Luke, pick. I understand. It's your it's, pick. Yeah, it's not your fault, Luke. It's not your fault. <laughs> There's too many choices. This had to be categorized. Right, that was a Goodwill Hunting. Come on, I, 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 I hug it in there. I know. Yeah. Anyways, I'm taking Rounders. All right. I got a little bit nervous there. Because yeah. you mentioned the movie that I'm going to take, no. I thought, oh man, if he Don't takes, take it. if he takes Big Lebowski oh. and this for me, I'm going, I'm going to be angry. But this is why we're friends, Lawrence. You're going to yeah. take it. Here we, go. we have similar tastes. You're going to take my movie. Am I? Yep. Yeah. How do you know? You're going to take. What do you think hunting. I'm taking? Usual, Usual suspects. No. Uh, no. Whoa. Days to confuse. Yeah, days. Richard oh, Linklater wow. coming off the success amazing. of Slacker. I mean, explains his time at Wisconsin. Uh, right this <laughs> movie is amazing. I, I was close to taking it. Look how full of life this space shelf looks already. I'm picked? just so happy about how it looks. Thank you. I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No yeah. space jam. Colors. I just hope I don't have to go to the back dumb one and dumber. Time, case. Where, no where hoop dreams. Hoop dreams. Not going to make yeah, it. Yeah, hoop dreams. I mean, yes. Great. Chicago. Yeah. I don't, I just <laughs> Who's your favorite character in Days of Confused, Lawrence? Oh, uh, the dude that's second from the left there who's given the old uh, rock and roll horns. I love that guy. I forget his name. No Slater? idea who he is. I don't know. It's certainly not the kid that looks like Clevenger, who just is constantly like putting his <laughs> his hair behind his ears and touching the, the bridge of his nose. I couldn't Adam stand Goldberg, that. Adam Goldberg, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, Casey's no, gonna go. No, Ad, not Adam Goldberg. No, 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 no. The main, the main kid, the kid that's listening to the headphones. Oh, Wait, Wiley honestly, Wiggins. I'm yeah. not a, uh, Adam Goldberg. Mitch. Actually, that's a good call. I love Adam Goldberg. I, I relate to his uh, energy. You know, he's very angry all the time. <laughs> all right, Casey, what do you got for us to finish this, this is out? Hard. It is because I do want to pick Goodwill Hunting, uh-huh. and you can. But it's, I also want to pick Toy Story because oh, I was right. a child in the '90s, Toy and the Toy Story, story was life changing. There it is. But if we're going. Are we going movies I would sit and watch over and over again? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's whatever. It's your shelf. Wayne's Casey's World. Picks. Wayne's World's great. I do love Good Will Wedding Hunting. Singer. It's probably a top of all time. Wedding Singer. Oh, you guys are going to make fun of me. Billy Madison. I have to go with Pretty Woman. <laughs> you oh. are going with Pretty Woman. Yes. Is that ni- that's 1990? Wow. I believe so. That made the cut? Well, we better look that up. Let's I look it up. It did. That sounds about right. I you know what? You I know just what? love a young Richard Gere. I mean, come on. I mean, and. Yeah. Primal 1990, Fear. 1990, we made it. Kevin said it earlier. Primal Fear. If you're going to go Richard Gere, Primal Fear is he phenomenal. i got to be honest. There are... Remember when he says, uh, or the I don't know if it's him or the woman, he said, meet me at Barleycorn, 10 minutes. And I'm like, oh, I know who John Barleycorn is. <laughs> there are this three middle-aged white guys on this podcast and nobody picked office space. That's stunning. I want... Because I... I tell you what, no I, my Adam fourth Sandler pick, movies. I wanted to go Friday. My but honorable I mentions are, are Toy Story and Goodwill Hunting. If you had to pick two more, those would be your yeah. two. Okay, that's a good idea. Let me let me get two more. Two more. I don't want to be upset with yeah. myself. True Romance for me is one of my all time favorites. Uh, and then Twelve more. Monkeys also. I, thought, I love Twelve I, Monkeys. I, I Casey love 12 would do monkeys. Sleepless in Seattle for sure. Pretty Woman is my favorite, but I like Sleepless in Seattle too. How about like the Kevin Smith oeuvre? You know, get your Chicago clerks, movie. You got your. Chicago for part I, of I would rats. do Goodwill Hunting. Chasing Amy, oh, Chasing Amy's amazing. I would probably go Goodwill ah, Hunting and Saving and Private oh, Ryan. Oh, why did I not go Fear and Loathing? I kind of want to switch out. I love or Rounders, Billy though. Madison. You can't switch. I, know, I don't I, need to go Billy drafted. Madison because I did Tommy Boy, which feeds the thirst. Okay, we have a well, huge update. I would probably take Terminator Two. T Two was out huh. there for me. Not we, Die we Hard Two. That. What about Die Hard Two? Uh, Die Hard Two is terrible. Uh, die Hard Three with a vengeance. I want to uh, in my top. And I, I actually might pick Titanic. I think Titanic probably belongs on here as as the idea of a '90s movie yeah. and like for sure talk about like special effects that hold up yeah. and what James Cameron did. Like, yeah, it's like a weird, sappy, crappy love song, but like Ugh, love pick, movie. Jack. Billy Zane is awesome. Billy Zane. Sure. Billy Zane's a great, yeah, a great uh, villain. So quick note: know. naked guy wearing pants and a shirt. He's today. not naked anymore. Yeah, he's, he's not no longer guy. summer in Chicago. Yeah, it's over. Uh, by the way, it's almost criminal that no one has taken Silence of the Lambs, says no. Rob Hansen. Oh, absolutely oh, not. I forgot to take a picture. Saving Private Ryan. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What are we wait a minute? Luke's pick Saving Private uh, Ryan for his... S- Silence of the Lambs is the only movie I've ever been scared at. <laughs> um, were, were you scared I can't, in seven? I can't, I can't boot any of those four. I like comedies more than I like serious movies. But Silence of the Lambs. Ooh. All right, all right, uh, all so right. So my two picks so would be Goodwill Hunting and Silence of the Lambs. Okay. Good draft, guys. Good job. Yeah, that was fun. All right. Do we have Ryan? Ryan is. Oh gosh, we have to do more of the show. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we okay. do. Yeah, we gotta get in here. Let, let's let's talk about game time. We'll do Ryan. Then we'll, okay, we'll call it a good day. Yeah, let's do it. Does that work? Yeah, this is gonna be Go the longest podcast in our network's history. Game time is the hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, and shows. Have you ever dreamed of sitting in a seat you never thought you could? Fifty yard line, courtside, behind home plate. Four seats at a concert? It is possible with the GameTime app. The biggest last-minute price drops can be found on the seats you thought you could never buy. 
You won't find a better deal this season. It's created by fans and for the fans, and Game Time guarantees the lowest price. If you love CHGO, then you will love Game Time. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description. So if you're going out to Wrigley Field for the last time this uh, this weekend. Or yeah, if you're going to meet Cody uh, tomorrow. And, yeah, uh, Cody's yeah. going to be out there at Murphy's Bleachers meeting people. Casual Friday with Cody. If you're, for some reason, going to uh, guaranteed rate next <laughs> next week. Buy through the link for in the, the description. the of the team. Yeah. yeah. I think the next Bears game is the, that Thursday night or against Washington, so... Check it out. Join over 15 million people who have downloaded the Game Time app and score the best seats to all your favorite events. Are we? Do we have Ryan? Uh, let's see if we can get Ryan out there. Give me one second here. Has Let Ryan ever seen a movie from the out. 1990s? Oh, yeah, uh, Ryan's going to be so mad that Sandlot and Space Jam were not selected. Uh, let's see but I just decided as sports movies to leave them out. And They're in their own category for me. I didn't touch Rudy. Go Rudy. And, and here we I go. Like there's Ryan. And, there's Ryan. Oh, I like, yeah. Ryan, what's up? Well, I was going to say the Sandlot definitely should have been in there, but Armageddon. No one picked Armageddon. Armageddon. Yeah. Armageddon's Criminal terrible. That's one of the worst I movies love. of all time. Oh, my when, gosh. When did Ryan, the first stop. Batman yeah, with Michael off. Keaton come out? With that's Jack Nicholson as the Joker, is that late 80s? So you have to go Batman Returns or Batman Forever. Yeah, okay, so that's it was correct to leave those out. Yeah. Hoop Dreams. Ryan, though. what's going on at Wrigley Field today? Uh, you know, uh, kind of in an emotional, like, farewell, I guess, so to speak. Maybe not as, as much as some of the other World Series heroes, but obviously Jason Hayward uh, spoke to us for about 30 minutes this morning, good 35, mm-hmm. something like that. Um, uh, just kind of discussing his his Cubs career, um, and and kind of what's next, how the decision was made to to kind of part ways him and the team. Um, I will say it, it was just a lot of you know kind of him you know grateful about the time, no gripes about the decision that was made, um, and and grateful just to be a part of of a, of a group of players that really changed the culture and the expectations. Uh, around Wrigley Field and obviously broke the curse, the 108-year World Series drought. Um, yeah, just grateful to be – to have played, you know, his part in that and in, in doing that and kind of bringing, bringing the Cubs into, into a new era where winning is – where losing isn't the expectation anymore. So what are his plans now? What's, what's, what's next for Jason Hayward? Um, so he obviously, again, will not be back with the Cubs next year. Um, and he wants to play again. He wants to keep playing baseball. I mean, he's not like he's 40 years old. Like he, he does, he, he thinks he still has something left in the tank. Um, whether, whether a team will come calling, he said he would consider, you know, what teams are looking for, you know, maybe someone with that, that some, what he provides teams that, uh, you know, maybe he would even consider like a minor league invite, uh, non-roster invite spring training, um, you know, he, he mentioned the World Baseball Classic and how guys will be gone, you know, that's in, that's in March. So that'll open up some time in spring training in different areas to kind of maybe lock down a place on a roster. But yeah, but his goal is to keep to keep playing. He wants to play baseball next year. Interesting. There have been some uh, real class acts off the field, off the floor in Chicago history. Uh, Jason Hayward didn't live up to the contract on the field, off the field, he exceeded every expectation uh, Chicagoans should have for their athletes. Like, I put, like, 
I think of just some of them, and you're like, Kyle Corver did a ton in the community. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jason Hayward has done a ton in the community. Will he, or was he asked about the possibility of when he is done playing, coming back to the Cubs in some form or fashion, whether that would be front office, whether that would be spring training, or as a coach, bench coach, anything like that? Yeah, yeah, he was. Um, he said he would, again, he wants to play baseball, wants to keep playing baseball, but uh, you know, when that time comes, he would be opening open to coming back in some capacity. Okay. Um, he said he doesn't know, like at this point, <laughs> that he would want to be a manager. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't know if he wants to be in that seat uh, yeah. ever, um, but maybe in the future that changes. But um, he said he would like to, to come back in some capacity, whether that's, you know, like front office, some, some role in the front office, ambassador, even part owner, uh, like, you no, know, obviously not going to be Ricketts level ownership, but like to kind of taking part in, in how that is run because he said he wants to, he wants to have voices like him being at the level where they can, you know, not talk down to players or coaches, but like to, they're, they're above them and they can, you know, they can show them, Hey, you know, where he, he can show them like, Hey, like this is, what I see, this is what I've done in my career. This is what I've seen in my career. You know, helping young players in that way, helping you know coaches kind of get acclimated to maybe it's their first job uh, coaching in the major league. So um, he definitely wants to be a part of, of baseball after he's done playing. Um, so I, I think I think you can expect something in that kind of capacity in the future. Well, this makes me feel old, Luke, because I remember going down to. Florida for spring training when I was with Yahoo and I was really excited to meet an 18 or 19 year old Jason Hayward at camp there. I mean, everyone was talking about him. People thought, okay, maybe he's the next Hank Aaron. Maybe he's the next Barry Bonds. I mean, obviously an amazing body, like, and he had a a good career. Um, Obviously didn't live up to $184 million of what the Cubs gave him. Um, But to kind of see like now he's at the tail end of his career and not quite riding into the sunset, but but you can definitely see it. Yeah. I mean, that's it's kind of crazy, I guess. Yeah, he covered his first game in Atlanta when he hit the home runs off of uh, Carlos Zambrano. Yeah. And it was like, like you were saying, like people were like, is, is this the next Ken Griffey Jr.? You know, is this the next uh, A-Rod type yeah. player? Like, that's what he was thought of. I will say this. Again, the debate will always be about Jason Hayward. Right. Was the contract worth the speech? And if, if you can say that the speech had some impact on the Cubs winning the World Series, yes. the answer is yes. If you can't say that it had, if, you if, you, if you're like, I, I don't know, then the answer is yes. Yeah. Just the way it is. Well, it's, it's, kind, of, it's kind of funny because you know, he addressed it. We talked to David Ross beforehand, uh, pregame too. Uh, they both kind of addressed the speech. And, and really just Jason Hayward's role in 2016 in general. Um, you know, Jason talks about how he didn't know really how long that rain delay was going to be, but he saw, you know, or, you know, a roll to Chapman uh, in tears. Um, people, you know, the, maybe maybe the first kind of sense of doubt creeping in after everything that they had been through in that game. And he, you know, he talked about how he needed to bring them up and, and just remind them that they're the best team in baseball, that they won 103 games for a reason, that they're that they're going to win that, that game. Um, and Ross, like Ross, also talked about just how. You know, without without Jason, not just the speech, but without him it, in 2016, like they they don't win the World Series like that. He played, um, you know, 
it always gets talked about that's a bad contract. Um, and as far as the numbers go, it probably is. Um, but but I, I would say, I mean, if you're going back and if, if you believe that he truly played as big a role as he, you know, as his, as his manager talks about, as his teammates always talk about, if you believe he's, he played that much of a role in the Cubs winning the World Series, that they wouldn't have won it without him, then I think you give that, that contract to him again. And as, he also talked about how he's like, people call it a bad contract. He's like, well, then I'm, I'm, I'm kind of blessed to be in a, in a select group of players to, to have gotten bad contracts. Well, I, I think it's cool too, just to seeing what he's been able to do on the West side and, and some of the yeah. initiatives he started, he's given it back. So I think no one in Chicago is really ever going to get him on, on for like, Hey, you didn't earn out that contract. I mean, just kind of how some, some of these things go, right? Yeah. If you came in here and you were a, a, a bad guy with a bad attitude, that's one thing. Um, but to be a good teammate and a good citizen obviously means a lot. So. Ryan, thanks for joining us. I think you're going to be on with uh, with Luke and and Cody later uh, out there from Wrigley. Enjoy your last weekend at the at the park for for 2022. Yeah, I can't believe it's already here. Can't believe the end of the season's already here. <laughs> it's crazy. Well, you've done a great job. You've been a great asset to CHGO, and and we're really happy to have you. And hopefully in 2023, you'll be able to cover uh, a few more wins. <laughs> we can only hope. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Ryan. And 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 some quick games for Luke. Quicker games, yeah. yeah. Yes, thank you. All right. All right. Woo, we did it. Thanks, It's Ryan. a good thing that in 2016, the Cubs didn't go into that clubhouse and turn on Mrs. Doubtfire instead oh of my listening gosh. to the speech from Jason Hayward. That's wow. how I would sum up this entire podcast. That's yeah. a good could point. have wasted their time with Mrs. Doubtfire, or they could have listened to you Jason know, Hayward. Actually, I like Mrs. Doubtfire. I just can't. I, I'm, I'm, my brain is kind of regretting the rounders pick a little bit at the end there because I feel like the rounders is weird. I should have gone with feel, uh, with fear and loathing, fear and loathing in Las Vegas. But I, I don't know. Rounders to me, like it made me a love poker and that, you know, early two thousands is when the poker boom happened and all that. And is fear and loathing directed by the same guy who directed it's uh monkeys. Guillermo del Tormo isn't del Tormo or del Toro, I mean, oh, okay. I don't know, maybe. So no. By the way, I forgot to show off the fact that, you know, this was a 90s movie draft. I wore my, my Lollapalooza 92 shirt. Oh, wow. That is cool. Yeah, that that's is right. cool. Back when it was a, a traveling festival with like seven bands playing. Yeah. Busted this out in the, uh, the basement. Smells like it. I'm thrilled yeah. with my draft, by the way. Thr- thrilled yeah. with it because if I was trying to win people's votes, I would have picked different movies. Mm-hmm. I picked movies that I loved. I don't love the and Tommy it's a Boy one. Oh, I, I think there's a there's a yeah. Tommy Boy and, and What About Bob are certainly not my favorite comedies of Oof. the nineties. But you like them better than Billy Madison? I mean, like I like all those movies. But if I watched if I those two, were I on, don't like Billy Madison really at all. Honestly, really. I mean, it's Happy fine. Gilmore. Sure, it's fine. I'd rather see The Wedding Singer. Yeah, her name's going to be Julia Gulia. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not with you on that, but like. That's why it's. What do you think list, the right? biggest omission on here was? The Goodwill Hunting. Uh, yeah, Goodwill Hunting should be on this. So I, I think it's like Goodwill Hunting, Titanic, Home Alone, The Matrix. Oh yeah, I forgot. I forgot about Home Alone. Really, I probably should have picked Home Alone. Over... Usual Suspects. That's the other one. That Home Alone amazing. is. Was the worst movie? Of I the probably 90s. should have picked Home Alone instead of Tommy Boy. I wanted to pick What About Bob at all. At no matter what, I was Bob, picking What About Bob. Bob. Bob Wiley. Worst movie in the '90s, Lawrence. Worst movie in the '90s. Oh, I don't uh, know. About that. Uh, Titanic. I don't know. Phantom Menace. Oh yeah, Jar Jar. Sure. So I I love bad good uh, 
good bad movies. Like you remember the movie Fear with Reese Witherspoon yes. and Mark Wahlberg. What about one with Holly <laughs> Shore? Probably had something that was horrible. Encino Man. Okay. There By the way, go. we didn't say anything, anything with Paul Shore. <laughs> did anyone say The Matrix or oh wait, was Point Break a '90s movie? Yes, they both were. I didn't. Point Break. I'm not a Matrix guy. Or oh, Point Break was Point decent. Break. Point Break's an amazing film. No. Okay. Remember they it say like remem- remembering some guys or just remembering some films. Yeah. All right. Well, Road that was fun. It was fun. Wave. Thanks for joining us. This has been the CHO podcast. Join join us next Thursday. We will be back here. I don't know if we'll do the 2000s movie draft, oh, I hope but not. Please that'll be coming up again. at some point. Can people vote online for this? Are we going to post it social? Yes. Vote yes. for me. Thank you. Okay. Uh, vote for me. Thank you. And Vote for me. Thank you. Vote for me. Thank See you, you. next week. <laughs> See you, everyone.